That's why universal healthcare. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. No, I think I think it it really illustrates the importance of us progressing towards that kind of system. I agree. Welcome. Do you remember <laughs> the early days of this podcast where yes. you're like, I don't know about that. Let's let's dive into all the systems. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. That was really fun. And that's what, and actually, and it was right after that that I realized that we should probably just have universal health care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I think it's, I think it's, I do have to tell you, so Anna got upset. About, at me? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's nice to have her not mad at me for once. <laughs> you really just fucking, you take the bullet for me, buddy. <laughs> She's like, you know, Brian could have been more sensitive about those people that died and they oh, submersible. Yeah. And I said, you know what, honey? That's his his opinion. Yeah. And you know what? Everyone's got one. As, um, as Billy Eilish says, I'm the bad guy. Dude. For once. I'm 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 Yeah, you I'm know what? That villain. was that was really nice of you to take those reins for me because normally it's like, oh my god. I don't think Kevin's, you're the bad Kevin's guy. Kevin's such a prick. I don't think you're the bad guy, but I definitely was and and I still stand by everything I said. Every and, last and, that, bit and that's of it. and that's fine. Yeah, I don't like. I'm not mad at you. If anything, saying. I've become more callous because they had an easy exit too. With the the implosion, learning more about that, that is not what I anticipated. You know what's really interesting is like the Navy had heard the implosion. Now, obviously, they couldn't pinpoint what it was. But it's ironic. I was watching something. I don't know if I sent it to you or not. No. But it was like all of the big things that happened during those headlines of the Titan mm-hmm. that were, how do I say this gently, far more impactful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that as a pun, but also legitimately. Mm-hmm. Um that weren't really covered because everybody was following the Titan. But anyways, Anna got upset. No, I didn't see that. No, I'll, I'll find it and I'll send yeah. it to you. It was, it was very interesting. Oh, didn't they? Oh, was like, like the audit miss or something? Yeah, and like Epst- something with Epstein. Well, and Epstein like, was ruled not a suicide. Or Epstein was ruled a suicide mm, but by the it? Department of Justice. Mm, yeah, well, autopsy. we all know about the DOJ. Right. right. That motherfucker definitely was killed. I'll stand by it, dude. I think I, he was. I, I get okay. So here's the thing, dude. They can make people disappear. Fucking Jimmy Hoffa, you know what I mean? So here's the <laughs> thing, though. Like he didn't want to face his fate either. So oh, the suicide no. thing is also very, very believable for me. It is, but I still don't think that's how he went. Yeah, there's a lot of convenience. Like if if they if somebody could sit me down and show me the evidence. Yeah. very clearly i'd be like okay cool like that all right well that's that i believe it so i'm not like a total denier you know what i mean i'm not like a well, fucking pizza shop that's you know, one of those sex things ring. That, yeah <laughs> that's one of those things that's very difficult to prove one way or another without the video evidence which there was supposed to right. be video evidence and, and then it's like well the absence gone. of evidence kind of insinuates that that is the evidence itself yeah but it's really, truly hard to prove one way or another right. what really happened. It's not like it's Bidenomics where you can look statistically and say it's working. But continue. What did Anna have to say? Oh, Bidenomics, dude. When his granddaddy <laughs> was sitting there at the kitchen table. <laughs> Joe Biden turns southern when he talks about fucking money. <laughs> I know. He gets to Chicago and yeah. all of a sudden, you know, he's this Pen- <laughs> Pennsylvania guy, Scranton Joe. And yeah, then all of a sudden he, he's he's, no, he's in like, the Midwest talking like he's from you know Alabama. Texas, yeah. <laughs> when my granddaddy <laughs> was scraping together, I said, "When's it gonna trickle down?" 
now he's now, a bad, now, now he's, now now he's, he's a, a Baptist, Baptist preacher. That's <laughs> whatever, dude. We all go through. Okay, hold on. Before we get to the topic, yeah. So Anna, Anna is mad at me. She, Anna, she was before. Well, no, before we said, get to why, said, no, hold on. Before yeah, we get yeah, to yeah, why, yeah, Anna, I value your opinion. I value you listening and supporting the podcast, just like everyone else listening to this episode. But I stand by every fucking thing <laughs> I said. Continue. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say that she was. She thought that you could be more gentle um, with your uh, with your opinions on the Titan. Yeah, it, but it, she listened to the entire. Episode. I know she it, it was one of the first times I really went in yeah. on something yeah. like that, where it it would usually be my position to go yeah. in a little bit softer on those things. But I don't. I don't know. I was, and I'm still enraged because, you know, they're still calculating just how much that cost. Well, and and where I was going with that too, because we were talking about universal uh, universal healthcare before that. I was gonna say that, like, obviously, there's enough money to spend 250k to go down to see the fucking Titanic. I think that this country could probably pull together the funds to support healthcare. Just a thought, maybe an unpopular one. Um, but to be like Brian was in the last podcast, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that was my problem. Is I gave too many fucks. I was. I don't angry. think so. I was no, enraged. No, no, no. I was but, enraged. But the, but the fact, by that, them. but the fact that you you didn't necessarily lead with empathy on that one. I, I did for the nineteen year old man. Yeah, Brian. That's like there's five of them. Okay, so one out of I, five. Eighty percent. I just didn't give a shit. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that means 20% was a passing and Did rate. you see some other billionaire crashed in Colorado, like on a racetrack and died? <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I believe you. Yeah. I, just, I didn't like, care about that either. I'm sure, man. I mean, it sucks that they're dead. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like he was like, oh, I'm going to go for a little. No, he wanted to. <laughs> Dude, what if he was racing for the cure? What if he was fucking racing to donate money to homeless people in California? I think they still have the highest homeless rate, right? San Francisco? Just all of California in general. They have the largest population. That's like saying, uh, I was just talking about someone today. Someone was bringing up guns. Yeah, but what if we did a per someone capita? Brought a, yeah, someone what brought if, a, What if we did a per capita? We'll get back to the gun control. I won't well, no, no, no. Yeah, see, homeless per 100,000 is Kentucky. Really? Yeah. And then Michigan, then North but Carolina. But there's just so many dis- there's, there's so many distilleries to work at, though. <laughs> I think they drink themselves out of it. That's bad. No, it, so it was the same thing. Someone was talking about how, like, St. Louis, Chicago, L.A., New York have, like, the most the cities with the most gun violence and they're all blue cities and strict gun laws and blah, mm. blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, look at the loosest gun laws and then look at the gun deaths per capita. Can I tell you, speaking of guns, I had the most wonderful conversation with a guest who was my first time taking care of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So somehow I got lucky enough to get a table on the patio last night. I think it's cause we were just so slow. Okay. Um, and I went out there and I was taking care of them. They were a blast. Very nice. Russian couple. Um, and uh, I went out there to drop the check. And um, I have a you know interest in firearms. And um, I go out there and I drop the check. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. It was so sweet. Talk- it was so great talking to you guys. You guys were so sweet. I hope you enjoyed yourselves. And I look over at his phone, phone and he's looking at AK-47s. That and, would make sense. And I go, oh, that's really cool, man. You interested in those? He goes, um, yes, I like them very much. <laughs> and I go, that's cool, man. I said, do you have any? Uh, I have several. <laughs> and I was like, oh, awesome. Very cool. And, like, we got to talking about it. And, like, you know, we were talking about the Illinois, like, gun laws and how it's changed, but now how it's caught up in the Supreme Court and, like, so on and so forth. And he's like, I can tell you a place to buy these guns. Nobody will know. <laughs> Oh, boy. And I was like, this is the coolest conversation I've had in a long time. <laughs> Two questions for you. Can you find Hunter Biden's uh, laptop for me? And where's Jimmy Hoffa's body? They had the laptop. 
That's why Hunter Biden's gonna get in. Oh, he's, he's in. He's, he's in trouble. Yeah, remember when you used to talk shit about me for uh, bringing that up? No, I, I didn't. Once again, it it was irrelevant. It's like it, it was mm. like people talking about. I never kept going on and on about Donald Trump Jr.'s cocaine problem and all the shit he was doing. God, I would have. Right, I was focused on Donald Trump. Yeah. I was focused on Joe Biden, not mm. their idiot children. Hmm. To be a politician. Although I did, I did focus in on Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner a lot, but that's because they were using the public office itself, not the name, but the public office itself to profit. Mm-hmm. That bugged me. Like when they went to China and they got yeah, all those yeah, trademarks yeah, 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 expedited. Yeah, yeah. Kushner got all that Saudi Arabian dirty money. Wasn't it like a billion dollars? Yeah, it was like two, almost two or. I want to say, for some reason I want to say four point two, but I think that's a. Little I think high. that's high. I thought it was like two point something. Yeah, maybe it's two point two. I don't know. Maybe it's two point four. Doesn't I, fucking matter. You're talking about billions of yeah, dollars. Yeah, he got tons of money. He got he got Elon Musk money for Twitter. Yeah, fucking Saudi Arabia. Yeah, in you know Saudi Arabia, they were trying to what wash the money with what soccer are, and golf. What are they going to do when we finally get off oil? Well, I think that's why it's so important we do beyond just climate change and, and, you know, not to bring us back to the topic that we actually, you know, might discuss. No, we will. Let's, let's continue we'll to stay there. off. It. Let's continue to stay away from Bidenomics. You know, Biden talked about that and, and how we need to. We used to be the innovators, mm-hmm. right? We used to pump money into infrastructure and R&D. And that's what his, his infrastructure plan did. And that's why we're recovering a lot faster than anticipated and one of those aspects was like the green aspects of that and if we're the leaders of green energy yeah both in capturing it and preserving it and utilizing it in the most clean and effective manners that that is going to be what separates us from the rest of the world hmm. right and and so that's how you continue to dominate is you don't just get rich and buy yachts you you get rich and then take all that money and pump it right back into research and development and continue hmm. to innovate. You grow and scale that way. Yeah, I don't know if I'd ever want a yacht. No. I would love a helicopter. <sighs> Travel would be so much quicker. But wh- where are you parking the helicopter? On my helipad. On your helipad, but w- when you go somewhere. On the ground. It's flat, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're, you're well, you like 20 I, feet high above dude, the ground. Like, you're like, kids, get out of the way. And they're like just playing on the playground. <laughs> Daddy, what's going on? God, that was morbid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. It, it reminds me of the scene from Step Brothers. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> where they like hop out and then they start kicking the shit out of all the playground kids when, that bullied when, them. Went on and I got back on um, this past Monday from everything. Uh, that was the movie that she wanted to watch with Step Brothers. Yes. That's like, Noelle oh. knows that movie line for line. The fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. Gosh, damn. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I would I would definitely take a helicopter. See, I don't I don't know. It'd be so cool, man. I guess. Like, think about, like, your trip to from here to Wisconsin Dells. Well, yeah, Wisconsin has a lot of places to land, but, like, if you have a helicopter, you're probably not going to fucking Wisconsin. I would. No way, dude. I like the Dells. No way. I like. I also like Lake Geneva. I do. I well, Lake Geneva is an hour. Yeah, think about how quick it'd be by fucking helicopter, Bray. Like thirty minutes. I could make it twenty. <laughs> this is a hypothetical helicopter, and you've never even flown a helicopter, and you're saying you could get there in twenty. Definitely. Maybe you could. Did probably. How many miles? You know, I had a really good line for the start of this podcast, actually, and I didn't use it because we haven't talked about what we're supposed to be talking about yet. <laughs> you want to hear it? Yeah. Well, tonight, Brian and I are going to be talking about something that, uh, you know, happened to my grandfather in Korea, foreign affairs. Your fa- your grandfather <laughs> had an affair in Korea? I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> Anna's grandpa, and honey, I'm really sorry if you don't want me sharing the story, but it's one of my favorite stories that Grandpa Carl ever told me. He used to tease my father-in-law all the time. 
because his code to the garage and like all these different passcodes that he would have, it would always be the same last four digits. And whenever you'd ask him, like, well, what do these four digits mean? He's like, it's the it's the last four digits of the my my wife in Korea <laughs> or Japan. He said he would say Japan because he fought in Korea, but he was stationed in Japan during Got it. it. Uh, he's like, that's the four last four digits of my wife out there's full number. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> oh, dude, he would he would literally tell us if he like, if you see somebody who looks like me, but he would always say Oriental. Um, right. He's like, but they're you know from you know there. They're mine. <laughs> it used to bring me so much joy because it would probably probably because it would make my father-in-law so uncomfortable. But it was always good. Why? I'm looking up as to why. Oriental is an offensive word. Like I just kind of accept it. Like, oh, it's not good, so I just don't use it. Oh, it's a colonial term. So is the colonization of Asia. Oh, from the Orient. Yeah, but is it bad to say from the Orient? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, shit gets confusing. Let's talk about foreign affairs, though. So, going back for just a second yeah, to the word orient, mm-hmm. I don't like when people say orientated instead of oriented. Yeah, I don't either. So, people will say, I'm family orientated. Orientated has to do with geography, mm-hmm. like the like the direction, mm-hmm. and like oriented is like, you know, your family. Yeah, 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 exactly. Getting, yeah. It just bugs me. I'm fair. I think, or I think that's fair. I'm fine with. And that. I've been watching a lot of Love Island with Noel, and over the last few seasons, <laughs> I've heard people say, it, "Like, oh yeah, I want someone that's like family orientated." And I'm like, "Yeah, mm. they're British too, aren't they?" Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I watched the UK version. It's the best version. It's like I always say, "1776, bitch." The the UK version is so good because they have the best banter. Mm. The their chat game is so strong. I, I just enjoy listening. Like them just because, talking. Because yeah, because A, the accents are cool and sexy or whatever. Mm. But the I the way they talk is just so much it's more eloquent sounding. Mm. And yeah. they're they're no 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 these particular like yeah it's it you gotta think they're the most vapid people right well, they're from they're, like and they're probably they, all from yeah fucking they're Essex. All, well well no some of them are Scottish some oh. of them are from Essex some are from East London you know or whatever yeah and they <clears throat> they're having these conversations and if you heard Americans speak the same way you'd be like they are so fucking annoying yeah. But because of the accents and the vocabulary, like they use different terms mm-hmm. similar to like, you know, torches like a flashlight. Right. So there's other yeah. things like, oh, yeah, I want a cheeky guy who has some banter. That's the same as saying, like, I want a witty guy who's, you know, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's <laughs> just the way they speak is so much more eloquent than I'm getting this out even. See, I'm more of I'm more of a bad boy. Like I like a, an Australian accent. You know what I mean? Basically, they have some Aussies on there. Basically, like the people that got kicked out of Britain. As prisoners, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're into the rebel. Mm. I do like. To, have you seen the the movie The Gentleman with Matthew McConaughey? Oh, and the yeah. guy from Sons, Sons of Anarchy. Of Anarchy. Yeah, 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 Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, his accent in that is fucking fantastic. Yeah, when he's like talking, I bet you a bunch of naughty boys. Yeah, and then he fucking whips out the gun. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Are you talking about the cell phone scene with the? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 That's such a good movie. Yeah. And then there's fucking Matthew McConaughey in it. Who's like, he's like, yeah, I'm not going to do the accent he thing. I'm Southern. <laughs> yeah. He can't do any wrong. No. I hope he becomes the next governor of, of, of Texas. And then the next fucking president of the United States after that. Ooh, I do not want him to be president. No. I mean, I don't know his policy. I just like him. No, I would, I would like him to be governor of Texas. Yeah. Do you see what's going on in Texas right now? 
Which which part? With all the fucking heat and the electric going out again. Now it's 110. They got no fucking AC. And no one's going to hold Greg Abbott accountable. I am. Yeah. Yeah, I am right now. It's happening. I, I, I can appreciate that. I just hope they do in November or whenever. Yeah, but they won't. When would be? I think they just had his. Governors are what, six years? Four years. I think they're four. I think so. Yeah, they're four. What is six years? Senate. Senate, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Better than life, like uh, fucking justice. Yeah, that's basically a fucking... Did you see Alito getting in trouble now? Yes, I did see Clarence Thomas with all those vacations, and like Alito is just like, guys, 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 we should not punish him. We should not... You know what? You know what really speaks to justice? Mercy. Mercy. I think that's how you show justice is you show mercy. And then it's like Alito is getting even more. Yeah. Absolutely asinine. Yeah, none there's of that there's makes, been a lot going on. That shit doesn't even make fucking sense to me. We're going to do, you know, we're just kind of brushing over everything and I'm enjoying this. We're going to do a lot of like different. Uh, yeah. We'll get to, we'll get to binomics or something. Let's another talk. Time. You, we're just, let's, let's talk, talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the things. No, it's all the good things and the bad things. The, there is no yeah, such thing yeah. as a bad thing about sex. At least not with you. Thanks, babe. Mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about the fucking Wagner group. Yeah, that whole thing is just crazy. Oh, it makes... And I, I love that more and more has come out about it. I'm, I'm almost glad that we haven't had the opportunity to, to podcast recently. Yeah. Sorry about that. It's my bad, guys. Well, no, it's not. I got not. some shit going on. No, it's not. Um, but... If we would have podcast like the first two days, we would have been like, oh, my God, Putin's yeah, going to yeah. fall. The Wagner yeah, yeah, group yeah, is going to yeah, take yeah, over. Yeah, They're yeah. marching to Moscow. They're going to yeah. take it. Moscow is building trenches in the streets. Like, what the hell? Dude. And then it was like, whatever. And there, and there's so much going on there, too, because, like, you don't want fucking uh, what I'm going to butcher his name. It's um Prizgov. No, no, no. It's um. I wanted to say Pushkin, but it's not Pushkin. Is it? It's um Prigozhin. Prigozhin. Thank you. Fucking, we don't want Prigozhin. No, they're a terrorist organization. He would straight up fucking, you you think we got fucking worries about nukes now? This motherfucker would be launching them left and right. Yeah, that's going from, that's going from Lenin to Stalin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And so there's, there's all this fucking shit that's going on too. Like, um, did the U.S. know? It looks like the U.S. probably did know. Oh, they they knew. But they didn't want to say anything because they didn't want to be like, oh, this is a Western provocation. Well, and that's you know, that's the thing. Like Putin is mad at the United States for not acknowledging it, and the United States, the United States came out and said we had nothing to do with it. Right. And then Putin's like, "Yeah, but you knew about it, so you're complicit." And it's like, no, no, you're not our buddy. Yeah. Like you're not my friend. I'm not going to get involved in your shit. You figure it out. Yeah. You're the one that's invading a whole other country and then gets pushed back and then gets pushed back by a whole group that was supposed to be fighting yeah. with you. How long before this motherfucker's dead, though? I don't know because now they're now they're in what Belarus? Yeah, Prigozhin, 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 Prigozhin. You know, Jason's gonna listen to this episode and be like, "You idiot, Brian! You can't pronounce anything." And to that, I say, mind your own business. To that, I say, Jason Prigozhin, Prigozhin. He can't well, thank you guys smiling. so much for joining us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so the Wagner group all they, of a sudden they, makes so, a deal. Yes. And all the well, soldiers back, get back immunity. Up, back up, back okay, up. They ahead. decide that they're going to fucking march to Moscow because they feel like they've been attacked by Russian troops. Yeah. So they fucking march to Moscow. They get within, what is it, 200 kilometers yeah. of Moscow. They've taken down X number of planes, X number of tanks. They're just fucking whooping Russian ass. Which, any other day of the week, it's like, whatevs. Um, but then all of a sudden they strike a deal. And uh, Prigozhin is like, you know, he's like, oh, well, he's set free. All of his men are forgiven, except for they have to join the fucking, the army now. Yeah. Um, which is like, that's fucked. Well, I mean, they were, the Wagner group was already fighting in Ukraine. Right. Like they captured, uh, what was it, Baku? Uh, Bakhmut. 
So they, they captured one of the most important eastern cities of Ukraine. And so they've also done some very, very devious things while in Ukraine. They've been naughty. They've Yeah. And so they've been fighting alongside of Russia. So the fact that they're being reinstituted and being, quote unquote, forced to fight with Russia, mm-hmm. it's really not anything different than what they were doing. They're just flying under the Russian flag rather than the PMC Wagner group. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know, they're basically just like mercenaries for hire. Yeah, I mean, they're they're a terrorist organization. They're ruthless. They're, they do whatever the fuck they want. And because they have a certain level of military might that also has zero constraints, right? right. I, I, when we fight, whether it's geopolitically or even within a relationship, it's almost like there's certain ground rules. Yeah. You know, you know not to say a certain thing to your wife or your husband and you know not to say a certain thing to your friend. You know a certain thing not to say to a business colleague. Right. It's the same thing with war and and you know, we have the Geneva Convention and stuff like that. But sometimes people go outside those lines. That's the Wagner group. They live outside those lines. And while that can be effective, it's also something that is uh, it's very troublesome and, and can get you into a lot of trouble. And so the Wagner group essentially just gave up. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder, like, just what kind of power did Putin have? But I, I read an article that both uh, Prigozhin, case. Prigozhin and Putin are just dead men walking at this point because it exposed the weakness of Putin and then Prigozhin just gave up the Wagner group. Like, he was the leader of a group, yeah. and now is he's basically stuck in Belarus. He can't get his men back, and if he were to ever come in front of his men, they would they would immediately kill him. Hmm. So it was, it was an interesting article. It was. I think it's interesting, too, because there's been some oligarchs that have been speaking out against Putin, but then they were afraid to, and now they see this sort of an action... I think it would be interesting to see if it provokes anything else. So they're like, well, well, that guy can get 200 fucking kilometers out. Yeah. Even Trump said that that Putin seems a little bit weaker than he than he used to. And that obviously means, you know, there's definitely some moving around. He used to be huge. By, by the oligarchs, mm-hmm. right? Because Trump only goes where the money is. And if the money is moving away from Putin... Trump wants to be with it. So if he's condemning or saying that Putin is obviously weakened by the insurrection of the Wagner group, it's funny. He was so he was the word insurrection came so easily to him when he was talking about the Wagner group. Mm -hmm. So difficult for him to say about January 6th. No, it was just a misunderstanding. (laughs) It was just a tour. Yeah. Oh, God. It was just a tour. Yeah, so was fucking Gilligan's Island. Okay. Yeah, well. <sighs> Shit happens. Sucks. <laughs> Poor Trump. He's so misunderstood. Are you, <laughs> are you just trying to absolutely fucking set me off? You know, it was. it's it's so nice seeing you. And we haven't Dude, we, so we didn't, we didn't get a chance to podcast over the last, what, seven days? About that. And it's like you're trying to make up for lost time in terms of setting my blood pressure through the roof. You know, dude, I just got all these feelings, all these emotions. I just need to get them out. Well, give them to the Mad Libs community. Dude, right I am. Now. I am. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Speaking of foreign countries doing weird shit. Oh, yeah. What do you got? China and Cuba. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Why? Because it is, man. I mean, China China recognizes that... I'm sorry, China. China recognizes that Cuba and Russia and them have this weird relationship in the sense that they don't like us. Yeah. And, you know, that's one I don't thing think, they got. I don't, I don't think China liked Wagner. I doubt it. No, No. they want Putin. I think that if Wagner would have gone further and gotten closer, I think that China would have stepped in. 
No way. I think so. No chance. No, I think so. No chance. Yeah, I do. I think so. I'm not saying necessarily militarily, but they would have done something. I think that's a bold statement. I'll give you credit for that. I just, I don't, I don't see it. Do you think they want, would, they would want him in charge instead of Putin? No. No, I think they have a, maybe though, actually. I don't know, man. I think that Prigozhin's, uh, uh has proved himself quite the, uh, the a-hole. You know, Blinken was just in China. I know. And they seemed to right, right as fucking Biden was calling an. Uh, um, oh shit! Why am I uh, blanking on his name? Leader of China. Oh, Xi Jinping. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a dictator. Well, he is. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm very confused. I'm so lost with so many things. I'll find you, baby. So I was also reading, and this is something that, you know, I've been very bearish on the American economy. I think right now we're heading in the right direction, but I just don't know if we have the right pace to fix here nor there. I was, uh, the Airbnb model is starting to fail. So in 2020, we saw a boom in the housing market. And a lot of that had to do with people buying up Airbnbs. And if we think about it, there's multiple reasons. People had a little bit more money, Mm -hmm. right? You had more, you know, access to capital because you weren't paying down student loans or whatever and people invested in these properties because also people were after the pandemic very excited to travel people had more remote work so during the pandemic people were working remotely wherever they wanted so they weren't going to give up their home but they were going to rent from somewhere right and so the airbnb model was just crushing But they've seen this incredible decline in a lot of these big cities like Phoenix, Arizona, Austin, Mm -hmm. Texas, that had booming markets both in real estate and Airbnbs. And so people are starting to fear that if you're not able to pay your mortgage because you're not renting out your Airbnb enough, what happens to the whole housing market? Yeah. I don't know what that looks like in terms of how it impacts the economy. Hmm. And so I don't know. I, I'm just like, usually I have these predictions and I think I'm, I'm usually pretty, pretty good, but I've been seeing like there's certain indicators that say we're going to make it through this, you know, quote unquote recessionary period pretty well unscathed. And then part of me thinks like the whole world is just going to drop out. I wouldn't be that pessimistic. Why is that? Because it's easier to not be? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think that um, when things really become, you know, dismal, um, we kind of, s- we, we, we make a way. I wouldn't say we even find a way. We make a way to make it better. Bailouts or whatever. Um. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, yeah, and maybe part of that's just me being hopeful. Um, I'll, I'll say this: I, I sent you that TikTok in in the thread with Jason mm-hmm. and a couple other people, or not a couple other people in that thread, but I, I sent it to a couple other people that are you know interested. That Fox News broadcast talking about Biden and what he should be campaigning on is his economy, right? The deflation that is starting to happen and I shouldn't say deflation the the limitation of inflation is better than any I shouldn't say any country most of the major powers in the world our GDP is growing faster than almost any other country so we have recovered 
from the pandemic better than any country in the world, essentially. Our labor market is very, very strong right now. And so that was one of the things that he was really gunning on during his speech was the idea of binomics and, and how building from the middle out and the ground up is the way to go instead of trickling down. And it it's true, but it almost is like, is it enough or is that almost a bad thing? Because are we just going to get back to status quo? Well, I feel like it's like everything else in politics. Like you find this like hasty kludge way of doing things um, instead of finding like a rele- like a, a working solution. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you mean? A, what do you mean a working solution? Meaning like something that's not like haphazardly put together. Oh, like long term sustainable. Yeah. 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 I think that's. I think that's with everything. Yeah. I think with a lot of companies right now. So when we talk about the labor market, you know, everyone's saying that it's really strong, and our unemployment rate is like the lowest it's ever been in history, and uh-huh. the low the lowest unemployment rate for African American folks in this country and all that stuff which is all well and good but we're starting to see the constriction of a lot of major companies that were the really really good paying companies like in tech right we're <clears throat> we are seeing a lot of layoffs in tech over the last six months and so i see that and i become he- hesitant because those are the the kind of companies that focus almost solely on growth right you have a lot of small businesses that are mm. profitable and, you know, they employ, you know, 15, 20 people and, you know, they all get paid well or whatever. Yeah. That's great. But if you want to get a lot of people paid really well, really fast, it's usually through tech and through growth and the scaling mm. and all this money and it's being dumped into companies. That part has stopped. And so I hesitate to think and, and, and think what's going to happen. Right, yeah. because a lot of people are finding themselves out of jobs, and now, as we talked, we talked about in a in a prior podcast, you're going to have these student loan payments coming back. So that's looking good, though the the student uh, student loan um, forgiveness program, yeah, in the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have I have not kept up with it. I haven't really either. Anna's been keeping me up on it. Oh, see, that's great. Thanks, honey. But, you know, I'm, I'm looking at an article from the U- U.S. Department of Treasury. And the size of the U.S. economy is now over 5% above its 2019 level. Core inflation, core inflation in the United States is now lower than in many major advanced economies. The U.S. labor market recovery has been exceptionally strong. I mean, these are all really good indicators, but it, it, it just doesn't feel right if, you know, the Fed is like, okay, we're going we're gonna to pause raising interest rates, but... It's not going to be a permanent pause. We are going to raise it again. And inflation, it it feels like it's coming down a little bit, but the greedflation is not at mm-hmm. all, Mm-mm. right? You go, you go, you go to the store and you're buying any four sort bag, of food four, or four consumer bags goods, of groceries, and it costs you four hundred dollars. You know what I mean? For I mean, for real, dude. Yeah. I, oh, I know, man. I I just don't know. If this is the new norm, you know, when, when prices stay at a certain point for so long, people begin to accept it, you know, and what was once considered making a lot of money is now nothing. It's, it's, you know, if you look at a household making six figures dude, 10, 15 years ago, that was huge. You were, you were driving a fucking Mercedes. Yeah, you were very well off. Yeah. Yeah. You were you were planning for retirement. You were you were doing well, and now a household making in the low six figures is like they're okay, you know, and they have their 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 small luxuries or a, a vacation, yeah, you know, every year. But like, it is not a life of luxury. No, I mean, this year I was looking at you know because I'm I'm always tracking like what I'm what I made this year this time versus last year. Yeah. And I'm on pace to to have one of my best years yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't even feel it. No. I don't feel it at all. No. 
You know what I mean? It's just, uh, now obviously every year has its own circumstances and its own, you know, unforeseen events, but like. And the other thing, the other thing is, and, and I've casually mentioned, and since we're, we're just kind of shooting from the hip today. The idea How very of pro second amendment of you, the idea of what's moving and how fast mm-hmm. the supply chain has gotten better. It's gotten healthier in the sense that there's not as much bottlenecking and, mm-hmm. and, and everything like that, but there's also just not as much moving. Right. And so the greedflation, right, has given us this false sense of hope in my opinion. Just because you're making a million dollars on Big Macs, but you're selling half as many Big Macs, eventually people can't pay that price that gets you to that million dollar mark. Right. So then what happens? Right? Then you either you have to lower the price to to raise demand. But I, I I I am nervous that we're hitting a point where people are just tapped out. Like they they don't have any more and it's going to take longer to recover that. Yeah. Right? We see the we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, the largest consumer debt in, in in American history. The amount of credit card debt. Mm-hmm. We've never seen that. It's over a trillion dollars now. That that's a scary figure. And so, you know, when you're when you're leveraging debt to build, it's a really good thing. When there's a return on that investment, Right. So whether it's education or creating a business or buying product for your business or whatever it is that you need to build something, even if you're building a house, you're constructing a new room or an addition to your home that's going to increase the value of your home. These are all good things. But like consumer debt, saying, hey, I, I got to put the groceries on my credit card because I just don't have enough liquid cash on me. That's a that's a very scary thing. And I think that's where we're at is like people still want to have lives and, you know, they work their asses off to make a certain amount of money and they're finally making the money they always wanted to. And now they want to enjoy that money just a little bit, but they're not able to. So they stretch a little. They go into the credit a little more. And now you're paying, you know, credit. You're paying, you know, 10, 20, you know, percent interest on a fucking hamburger yeah, or fucking like groceries. 15, 15 to 25 percent. Yeah. Yeah. What's the average credit card rate? I mean, yeah, zero percent. Okay. If you have good credit now, the average APR you can expect is 20.51%. If you have bad credit, the average is about 27%. Jesus Christ. The good news is the average FICO score of Americans in 2022 is 714. Dude, I'm above average. Yeah. Me too for the first time. Sick. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm, I'm well over 700 now. But how did I get there? I got a fucking credit card and I just pay it down every month. I don't let any credit on there. Mm-hmm. But like that's 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 dumb. Like how do you how do you raise your credit score to get more credit? Take out credit. It's very it's it's what? um agothecacological. Atho agothecacological. Both good and evil. That's the coolest fucking word ever. Can you say that again? Agothecacological. Ago? Yeah. Like A-G-O? A-G-O? Uh, A-G-O-T-H-A-K-A-K. Echo-cath-logical. 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 Good and evil. No. Echo-logical. Good. Hold on. Hold on. I can spell it for you. A-G-A-T-H-O-K-A-K. Oh, logical. <laughs> How to use agothacological. Whoa. 
Yeah, composed of both good and evil. Am I saying this right now? I just looked it up. Agothocacological. Yeah. Nailed it. I get that word of the day thing. Dude, that's just such a cool word. Which, by the way, you didn't even fucking flinch when I used the word kludge. No. I've heard that. I've never heard this word in my life. Mm. Oh, my God. It comes from agathos, good, kakos, bad. Agathocacological. Wow. Yeah, you're welcome. What was that, that, that one episode you really caught me off guard recently? Mm-hmm. I'd like to think I catch you off guard all the time. Maybe it's not for a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is really cool. I want to. I want to look into this. Yeah. I could send you a word of the day, like I send my folks every day. I used to have it like my whole family, all my brothers and sisters were in on this group chat, and then I would say the word, say the meaning, and then everyone would respond with a sentence using the word. Do you think people are inherently good or evil or tabula rasa? Like just blank slate. I would like to think that people are inherently good. But I think that there are outliers. I disagree. I don't think there's outliers. I think the outliers come from nurture. I think if anything, there's probably some wiring to be a little bit more good natured. I think in general, it's pretty blank slate, but I think there might be some wiring trending towards good just because biologically, like it may, the way we've evolved over time was by coming together, right? Community protecting the tribe mm-hmm. so i think there's this like sense of urgency for empathy okay but it gets lost in the nurture but i don't think we're also like this overly altruistic species either mm-hmm. that's fair that's fair i wish we were but <sighs> i don't think we are me too man me fucking too what's on your mind just the pillow Don't tell everybody your nickname or my nickname for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good question. It's a good question. Yeah, I mean that's probably me being like optimistic. Yeah, but you know, you know how far optimism gets you. We have we have one last thing to mention. Yes, the Supreme Court basically ruled against affirmative action hmm. which is very interesting because there's other ways that pe- it, like it's never ever been fair right mm-hmm. even even between two white kids two you know white kids if your daddy went to the school you had a leg up right you were the legacy so none of that stuff has been stricken down, but a lot of the affirmative action stuff was. And it's interesting because Katanji, Brown Jackson, and Clarence Thomas went in on each other. And they are the two black Supreme Court justices. But we can talk about that another time. Just wanted to make mention of it. I know we were just kind of... No, it was fun. It was we, all were, we were mentioning all kinds of stuff because we are just so much to catch up on. Yeah. We didn't even talk about breathing in a campfire the last three days. That was nuts. Yeah. Did yeah. you? So I don't know. I actually, about you. I changed the name of the blue old fashioned on the menu. Yeah. So it's a smoked old fashioned. I changed the name of it to the Canadian wildfire. <gasps> Did you use Crown Royale? No. Damn. Caribou Crossing, baby. There you go. It's my favorite Canadian. I, I don't know about you, but there were times where I went outside. And like it felt like, like your you vision could, was blurry. Not only that, no, but like on my on my tongue, like I could taste it. You know how sometimes you're at mm-hmm. a campfire, yeah, 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 and you can taste it. Yeah, 
I literally, I thought I was like, I was like, shit, maybe I need to put on my glasses today. I know. Yeah. Look weird. Yeah. And I was, you know, I worked downtown, so it was crazy. And I think today was so humid. Oh my gosh. Because I think, I think the smoke kept the moisture down. 94% humidity. Humidity is what it was when I was leaving work at like 1030. Yeah. I don't know. And I haven't done any research on it and I could be way off, but I feel like the, the, the smoke from the campfire has not allowed the proper circulation of water, you know, the usual cycle of condensation, you know, all that. And the well moisture be. has like kind of stuck in the air yeah. more than usual. I can see that. And that's our Brian the Scientist portion of this podcast. Scientists have another thing. Did you hear about this pulsar ray? What, what was the the pulsar array? There was some some big thing about the Earth, and I, I haven't even looked into it. There's just been so much going on. There were some things. It was supposed to happen today. They've detected the background hum of the universe. Dope. So cool. I mean, there's just been so much, man. But you know what? More than anything, despite us having so much to talk about, it was just nice talking with you. It was nice talking with you. Yeah. I miss I, this. I need this. Yeah. Well, and I know there was a lot going on, and you had to take care of that, and you know, I had to take care of my shit. Literally. I just needed to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's it's good getting back, and it's good getting back with the Mad Libs community. We missed you, know? you guys. I do. And then, you know, every now and then I get those text messages. Hey, you got any new content coming out? Like, what's going on? Are you guys okay? Did you guys quit? No, no. We'll Never be quitting. right. We'll, we'll be right there. And I think I, I love those. So so some people are like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't mean to like pester. Like, no, no, pester me. Yeah. I love that. That means yeah. you want this content. Right. And I, I, and I appreciate that because there's plenty of times where I don't know about you, Kev, but I'm like, are people just sick of hearing from me? And in a lot of cases, the answer is yes. No. But in some cases, it's no. And for those of you that said no and want to keep listening, I appreciate you. Yeah. I'll never say no to listening to you, baby. <laughs> On that note, do good. Be great. Love you guys. We the ones that he just let into the back. We the misfits. How you going to react? We insomniacs. We ain't get no sleep. Break the rules. Can't stay on beat. Making moves. Running through the streets. A to Z. Follow my lead. Saint the status quo. This is rock and roll. This is skydive yelling out. Ronimo. This is bye bye Tata Audio. This is all or none. This is all I know. This that I don't know. We try and go. I don't even know. I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends try and hit the road. Try and catch a wave. Gotta free my soul. Thought I was gone, but I'm back. Why one's on the attack? I'm a Republican now. <laughs>